Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, hello, neighbor. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If you've never been here before, hi, welcome. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. I love using Moonday Musings as a really intentional start to the week um, to take a look at the energy and forecast for the week coming up and kind of casting some really aligned and sacred intentions for myself. And I invite all of you along for that same ride with me every week. So let's dive right into things. We have lots to cover this week. And let's start off with this week's moon scope. We'll be starting out this week. This is for the week of September 19th to September 25th. And we are starting out this week with the moon in Cancer, moving into Leo tomorrow on the 20th, then moving into Virgo. And we will be ending the week with the moon in Libra for our new moon in Libra on Sunday, the 25th. So first, that kind of brings me to some of our first stop for news, which is Libra season is here. Well, it's here this week, depending on when you listen to this episode. We're going to take a really quick break from today's episode to shout out today's episode sponsor, the Goddess Provisions Monthly Subscription Box. You guys, this box has seriously become such a highlight of our month. Both my daughter and I look so forward to opening it together. Um, It's just $33 per month. Everything in the box retails way, way higher than that every month. Free shipping in the U.S., And it is just the happiest little surprise box of magic delivered right to your door every single month. Um, If you get yours through our link in the show notes today, a portion of your purchase does support that witch podcast. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. And now back to the show. Libra season will be officially starting on Thursday, September 22nd at 7.03 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, or I guess Mountain Daylight Time, sorry, Mountain Time. (laughs) Uh, The sun will move officially into the sign of Libra that evening. And that means that when the moon reaches its phase of Libra for this lunar cycle. Um, Well, for its current position in the astrological wheel, right? Uh, That because the sun will already be in Libra, when the moon gets there, the sun and the moon will meet up. They will form what we call a conjunction. And this is what brings us our new moon phase every month because the moon and the sun from a earth or geocentric standpoint are together in the same sign, in the same position. The sun is not illuminating the surface of the moon. We can't see it. And this is why we get our really, really dark evening. The full moon is when literally the opposite happens. And the moon from our earth standpoint and perspective is in the opposite 180 degrees away from the sun. And the sun is able to fully illuminate the face of the moon and we're able to see it in its full glory. So 
This, what does this mean for new moons? Well, you can definitely check out this week's Libra new moon shadow chats tomorrow with Ashley of Starseed Shadows and myself. But in the sense of new moons, sorry, in the general sense of new moons, What this means is a new cycle and stage is beginning and a new phase is beginning. And you can really kind of put capital letters on that, right? New phase, whatever that means for you. New moons are always a wonderful time to start fresh, which is why so many practitioners and astrologers will tell you that new moons are a wonderful time for casting and setting intentions for yourself. So what I would love is for this episode of Moonday Musings to help you uh, really hone in and center with yourself and cast whatever those aligned and sacred intentions are for you going into this new moon. So we have some interesting energy this week. Um, Yes, we have the sun moving into Libra on the 22nd, like I said, but the following day on Friday the 23rd, we have some very intriguing energy that I was noticing. Um, On Friday the 23rd, Mercury, who is currently stationed retrograde in Libra, will meet up with the sun who will have freshly, right? Freshly stepped into Libra energy. And they're both going to be conjunct or merged with each other at zero degrees on Friday, fresh Friday. In fact, depending on your time zone, this could technically be taking place late, late, late Thursday night um, if you're in Pacific time. Because on Friday the 23rd at 1249 a.m., uh, this is when that conjunction is taking place, okay? And then at 1.53 a.m., again, all mountain time, um, the moon will then move into Virgo. So we have Mercury and the sun forming this conjunction at zero degrees. And then just like barely over an hour later, The moon is also moving into a new sign, so transitioning there. And then Mercury, who again, so since Mercury is stationed retrograde and appears to be moving backwards while the sun in Libra, right, is moving forward. The sun just came from Virgo, Virgo season, and is entering into Libra. Mercury going the opposite way. Mercury will enter Virgo at 6.04 a.m. on Friday the 23rd. So we have this very, very interesting little cosmic event happening where the sun's moving forward into Libra, Mercury is retrograde, moving backward from Libra into Virgo, and they'll be crossing paths. And to just kind of amplify this transitionary energy, we also have the moon making an ingress, moving from one sign into another, which I just thought really kind of added to the flavor of things. What do you think this means though, Danny? Well, whenever we get um, a planet meeting up with a conjunction with the sun, this is called a Kazemi, okay? It's referred to as a Kazemi. So if you see someone call this the Mercury Kazemi, 
That's what they're talking about, okay? Um, And really, any kind of aspect, but especially some kind of merging or conjunction with the sun is definitely going to be a big opportunity and big time for illumination of truth. And this is marked even more interesting with this Mercury retrograde because when we're in a retrograde phase or cycle, we are already in... (coughs) excuse me, we are already in a stage of reviewing and re-examination and recall. So we're already kind of in this mode of digging up the truth, sifting through information and, and processing through it. Okay. Especially, specifically Mercury retrograde. All retrogrades kind of have that sifting and digging up energy, but this is really taking place in our mental and mind's landscape when Mercury is involved because Mercury rules over the mind, okay? So this is really, really taking place in the mental sphere. And then when Mercury, as it continues going back, going back, doing the recall, doing the reexamination, doing the review, the sun is going to be moving forward. And really big opportunity for illumination here amongst all of that, that review. So this is a great time where I I personally see this as a big opportunity where something that you've been going over in your head over and over and over again, something you just keep being repeated with, something you keep being confronted with again and again, something that keeps presenting itself to you again and again, there's a big potential that the truth of it all will reveal itself to you. There's a big potential for getting that big answer that you've been seeking. Especially if you've been, if, if this Mercury retrograde for you has looked like asking the same questions over and over again. This Kazemi is big opportunity for answers to those questions. So personally, how would I kind of tap into this? I would definitely do some divination work around that day. Um, really, any time leading up to that or right after that is going to be perfect. I always give like a nice little three-day window since it's Mercury in the sun, you might be able to stretch that out to like four or five days or so of really potent energy. I mean, no matter what, you could really tap into it. Um, but I I personally would do some kind of divination work that day, some kind of spiritual practice or work that involves you asking a question or asking for guidance and really opening yourself up to listening and receiving that. I would not be in a place necessarily of offering information that day. I would personally be in a place of receiving information that day, if that helps at all. Um, Or again, around this time, it's not always just exactly on that day. None of this is perfectly exact. That's just the peak of the energy. And again, I find it very interesting that this is amplified by the moon also moving into Virgo um, during all of this happening, because Virgo is this master analysis. Um, really wonderful energy for processing and analyzing information. 
So again, we're going to already naturally be in some inquisitive energy that day. Um, And so I would just lean on in and don't be afraid to ask and don't be afraid to receive the truth, my friend. That's my biggest advice for you that day. Now, um, kind of to round out our energy for the week. So like I said, Libra season will be here this week. We have this very interesting Mercury Cassini happening on Friday the 23rd. We have our new moon in Libra happening on Sunday, Sunday the 25th. But the other thing I really noticed while I was going through the energy and forecast for this week was Venus. Venus was definitely a key player. Venus is currently in Virgo, and not only is she making uh, several aspects this week, Venus also rules Libra. And since we're transitioning into Libra energy uh, with the sun, that's where Mercury retrograde began um, in the sign of Libra. Venus really stood out to me this week. And so I chose Venus as our card from the Numinous deck for this week. And I would love to read her energy for you today. So if you already got your cosmic quickie email, um, you can get that pulled up if you like while you're listening to this and take a look at the beautiful artwork and imagery of the Venus card from this deck. Um, Really soft, rosy, loving energy. It's, It's hard. It's hard to encapsulate, truly encapsulate Venus's energy and really illustrate Venus's beauty. Um, What I have linked for you um, in the show notes today, by the way, is the Venus episode that we did here on the podcast together. I thought this was a great time to offer you the opportunity to kind of review Venus's energy and to really lean in and work with this energy, um, especially this week. So Venus um, in the... Numinous deck, as well as the greater astrological community, has been labeled with associated, labeled with and associated with love. Some of the keywords um, on the card here are beauty, harmony, romance, charm, receiving, sensuality, luxury, um, just to name a few. If you want to pull up that card and look at it visually, here is what the numinous has to say about Venus energy. Venus embodies all that is love. Grace and charm personified, Venus is the harmony that we seek, the blossom that intoxicates us with its scent, and the irresistible allure of our own pheromones. The ruler of our hearts and named for the goddess of love, sex, beauty, and fertility, Venus is our sensual desires and our gooey inner romantic. Ruler of our connection to the material world, Venus speaks to us through all five senses. Venus loves luxury, seeking silky sensations that make our bodies sing. Where there is a pleasure deficit, Venus lights a fragrant stick of incense and sighs sweet siren songs to lure us closer to what our heart desires. The placement in our chart a clue to where this lives. Charming to a fault, Venus is also a flatterer and a flirt. The zodiac's, conf- the zodiac's conflict-avoiding keeper of the peace, Venus has mastered the art of compromise. This can be a plus in the realm of partnership. 
But anywhere self-worth is lacking, transgressions may be tolerated through the lens of the rose-tinted glasses of Venus. So what I find really interesting about, as I'm dropping cards here, what I find really interesting about this take from the numinous, um, I'm, I'm glad that they brought up that Venus can be conflict avoidant and a very neglected and, and not nurtured, uh, not thriving Venus placement can definitely have some tendency to avoid conflict at all costs. But especially, especially through the lens of being the ruler of the diplomat Libra, I do agree that Venus is the master of the art of compromise, but I more so or moreover believe that that is Venus mastering confrontation. I believe that a well-nourished Venus placement totally and wholly speaks up for itself and others because it is the ultimate source of our true, true compassion. Um, again, it's so hard to encapsulate the energy of this, of this planet in any one sitting, um, including the episode, the previous episode I provided for you, but it is a great place to start. And I think a wonderful mindset to put us all in for the astrological energy for this week. So I hope that this episode is helpful. I hope that it offered you some good, useful guidance for the week ahead. I am in all of this with you, all of these astrological transits, this new changing of seasons again, that uh, is once again upon us. I'm here for you. So let me know if you have any questions at all. You know, I'm always right next door at witchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week and a wonderful new moon. I'm sending you all of my blessings. Stay safe, have fun and stay magical out there. much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in that witch school, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. <laughs>